Okay, the next game that we're going to look at, folks, is the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Call them the roar of the Jaguars. It is... Uh, no, you know what? You know what I was going to say? I was making graphics for next week. Next week column is the... Um, the bowl game between the two teams that should have had the Irish kicker and I've literally forgot the, the guy's name how have I forgot his name I'm having a really really rough day today in case you're wondering James, flat James McCourt James McCourt Jesus lads I'm sorry James, James. next week is the James McCourt bowl it's the Chargers against the Jaguars uh, nice game for the, for, the, for the Chargers next week the winner gets James McCourt but this week column you got Matt Ryan who had a is it fair to say a shaky start last week against the Houston Texans albeit to be fair to Matt Ryan he is new in Indianapolis, and it's going to take him time. What's your thoughts on this game? Well, I think in fairness to Matt Ryan, he wasn't helped by some of the play calling from his head coach last week. Frank Reich overall is generally a very good play caller, but he occasionally gets it wrong. And um, last week was definitely one of those occasions. Um you know, there's been a lot of shade thrown at the NFC East over um, the last few years. Um, but the AFC South last week, they the entire division went winless and two of the teams played each other. Um, so that's uh, quite quite something for uh, a an, an season opener. The, the Colts haven't won, like, uh, I suppose it shouldn't have been a surprise because Colts haven't won a season opener in nine attempts. And um, they have a, they've lost seven consecutive road games to, to the Jags, uh, which is, is quite something. Uh, for, for me, I think, look, you could get into it, and there, there are a lot of reasons, and I'm sure we're going to talk about some second-year QBs uh, later in the show, but um, there's an awful lot of shade thrown at people like Trey Lance. Trevor Lawrence needs to show that he can step up. He has not really, really shown it. We've seen the merest kind of glimpses of it. But for some reason, the Jags have the the Colts number. It makes no sense. Um, There are always surprises in the NFL. And I'm going to say that the Jags continue to surprise. And I think uh, the Colts are one of those teams that very often find themselves in a hole and have to kind of drag their way back out of it. I think that's going to be the case again this, uh, this year. Is there another start on a, like the coaching situation? You got, you know, Doug Peterson, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, who wins the Super Bowl, and Frank Reich, who was his offensive coordinator when they won that Super Bowl. And now they're going up against each other, and they probably know each other very well. And they know how they will think they now have to exploit one. Where come Sunday, I kind of agree with you on Trevor Lawrence situation. I read it. I listened to a podcast a few articles and saying, you know, when is when is the right coach or the right coordinator going to get the best out of Trevor Lawrence? I mean, pump the brakes. We're only one game into a new season. He scored 22 points last weekend. He, he, he threw for 275 yards. And yet people are already questioning whether he has the right people around him. There was a lot of missed opportunities last week in the red zone. They really, you know, they could have really should have won that game, I felt. Um, didn't didn't materialise, you know. They'll, they'll, they'll look to bounce back this week. I agree with you on this situation. It's like one of those, they just seem to have the Indian sign over this Colts team. The Colts team that we all felt uh, going into the Texans last week would with Matt Ryan there and all the positivity and we spoke to the GM during the summer and everybody was talking about how much of an influence he's had on the team and yeah I can understand the play calling at times was a bit conservative and some of the players didn't step up there was a lot of drop balls but we all felt Matt Ryan would be the one who would 
lead them to wins against teams, lesser lesser teams that they've been struggling against, and that didn't materialise last weekend. Okay, they got away with the draw. Um, and the Jags' defence was, they gave up a lot of points last weekend. There were some really bright spots, in particular the rookies, and in particular Devin Lloyd, who had a really good game. I'm siding with the Jags here as well. I think, um, well, I'm not, according to Michael, but I did go back and forth in this game, so I will give Michael the benefit of the doubt here because I did, I did declare the cause. I was the sitting winner. in Tesco car park at 2 <laughs> o'clock, stocking up for the weekend because I can't go on Monday or Sunday because it's closed, and um, get a text from Brian O'Leary. I'm making a change, and I thought... <laughs> Ah, you're right. Good, good luck. Uh, yeah, you. I, 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 I can, I, I can confirm that Brian is picking the Jaguars. Yeah, I am the Jags. So we'll X that out in a photograph later on, and then do a pointer to say it's definitely the Jags. And when our graphic comes out on Sunday, I'll get on to Hoagie Bear and say make sure that it is the Jags graphic as opposed to the Colts. I am going with the Jags on the column. Well, we, here we need to call them Hoagie Bear on this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> there are two games in here. <laughs> I've just updated the document as well, so you are officially all in and on the uh, okay. the roar of the Jaguars. Well done. Okay, and then come Monday, I'll just screenshot this and say I was right. <laughs> I hit the wrong button there, so all my picks are in. Uh, let me be honest with you for a start. Mark C is going. Mark C. Mark C. Mark Hockerell is going with the Indianapolis Colts in this game. I'm going with the Colts because I think Matt Ryan, after having a 64% completion percentage last week, is going to have to play better and more efficient in this offense, especially when you have Jonathan Taylor um, and Pittman there as well. Uh, he needs to get the ball down the field more. He needs to be putting up 27 to 34 points to try and get this over the line for them. But this is the game they must win. If they want to go home in the AFC South, because the Titans, lads, let's just put it out there now. The Titans are going to win too. The Titans are not going to Buffalo this week and beating them, right? So they... Oh, yeah, okay. Well... We'll talk about it on Monday. And look, there's a lot of, load of Titans lads in Ireland and they're good lads. And I, I like the Titans. I like what the Titans done last season. I think they've had a very difficult start to the season with what happened with Rabel last week. And Jesus, I mean, they lost to the New York Giants. It couldn't get much worse unless you'd maybe lost to like the Seahawks or someone like that there. So it's it's one of those things. Um, for me, I think the Colts will get the win in this game. I do think um, when you go to Jacksonville, you need to play a certain way. Matt Ryan needs to get that ball down the field from the very, very start of this game. Um and I can't, I can't pick the Jags after what they done to our wee lad James. I can't, I can't pick them, lads. I cannot pick them. I'm sorry, I, I can't do it. Uh, you've got a point to make, Mister Jaguars fan, O'Leary. Yes, to Mister Mister Jaguars, I'm asking myself which quarterback is going to handle the heat more on Sunday. Will it be Trevor Lawrence or Matt Ryan? Because it's supposed to be an extremely, extremely hot day in. Jacksonville. I've learned now we have to start checking weather forecasts for games. Um, it's supposed to be an absolute Right, no, because Mar- Mark Cockerell gave us a beating verbally last week for saying that it was hot in Miami and it wasn't an issue. And I was like, definitely is. Like, I mean, you, you, you could see I, it last week. Um, I, now, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, Brian has got his Colts colours on as well. So uh, he's, he's all ready for the game this week. So definitely looking forward to it. The, the next the, game I, is... Hmm? I thought these were Giants colours, but there you go. Giants is more of a different shade of blue. I mean, I've got my Raiders colours on if you want to go like that in terms of black. Um, well, let's look at the next game. You've got Tampa Bay going up against New Orleans. Uh, this is an interesting game because I haven't looked at this in a couple of days, Colin, but Tom Brady did not practice on Wednesday for no reason given. There was more than seven or eight players on the injury list. And to be fair, a lot of these lads will play. There are... I, I, I want to explain this in a respectful way, genuinely. Does it seem that there are maybe a lot of things going on off the field at the moment for Tom Brady? This is a guy that's had an incredible career and doesn't earn, doesn't owe anybody anything and will most likely walk away at the end of this year. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Is his head fully in a column this year? Do you think so? Um, whether well, whether it is or not, it won't it won't matter until the the playoffs. I think essentially it's gonna be is, is Tom are, are things okay come January because um, they have a, a great roster, they've got good coaches, and he's still um, a, an exceptionally good quarterback. I mean, when when you look, I suppose, at the injury lists uh, for for this game, it's uh, it's like a, an infirmary in terms of the the two teams: Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Julio Jones, and Russell Gage are all questionable for the Bucks. Kamara, Traquan Smith, Jameis, and Mark Ingram are all questionable uh, for for the Saints. So it will be interesting. Yes, I, I imagine most of them will be good to go, but you know what? Um, how, how much I suppose will it impact on them? You know, it's a divisional matchup, so players are are going to want to to get out there. But um, we we will have to see. For for me. Um, the, I, this is a definitely a game which could go either way and the Saints have obviously had the Bucks number in the regular season but I thought Todd Bowles was very clever with his comments uh, this week he essentially challenged his team he said people talk about it being a rivalry it can't be a rivalry when it's so one-sided we need to start winning games when Tom Todd Bowles lays the challenge down like that Tom Brady and co uh, usually respond and I have them responding here and the Bucks winning. When I look to the Bucks injury list, a column has called it very well. Like there's a number, numerous players on this questionable, doubtful list, but the reality is I think on both sides, I think by and large, most of them will play on Sunday. I think Godwin really, realistically is the only one that is gone. He's gone for a couple of weeks with his hamstring injury. And last weekend's, the Bucks offense was it was manageable. They did they, they knew the game was won because defensively they, they were so dominant on the on the Cowboys and didn't really have to go beyond that. And Michael Parsons in the fourth quarter fourth quarter was really impactful. He had two sacks on, on Brady and then he didn't really do much thereafter because they seemed to kind of found a way to adapt to that situation. Uh, I looked at the Saints defence and I was actually quite disappointed with the Saints defence because we spoke so highly of them and Cameron Jordan who had twelve and a half sacks last year, we thought he'd Ripped up the Falcons. Didn't have one sack of Mariota in that game. And like bearing in mind that what they were up against, that was that was quite surprising. Look, they got back. They got the win. They got Michael Thomas back, looking re-energized. Landry's there. He had a nice catches last week. Olave, from what he did in the game, looked good. And I really should be picking the Saints because it, because they've had their number, and they've always find ways to get them get it done. But it is two new head coaches. Essentially, to me, it's a brand new rivalry starting all over again. Dennis Allen versus the Todd Bowles there, and for that reason, I'm going to stick with the Patriots. Or sorry, the Patriots. <laughs> Brady's back. <laughs> I'm going to pick with that. See, Brady, it's still in my head. I'm going to stick with Brady, and I'm going to stick with the Bucks, and we'll come to the Patriots pick shortly. Get her bucked, as they say up in Belfast. The Bucks. Uh, Mark Cockrell going with the Bucks. Um, <laughs> I think we all know where this is going. Uh, last week in the Cowboys game, the... That, look, that, that was a difficult game for the Bucks because you had a number of different things going on in the offseason with the new coach, Brady having that 10-day period off, which apparently agreed before, so all this sort of stuff stuff going on in his personal life, which has no relevance to the show, which we'll not talk about. Um, for all that the Dallas Cowboys offense wasn't last week, Brady got the ball down the field, but there was numerous occasions where 
the defensive players got to him and we talked I think I talked to him last week about the offensive line and the issues and that change and okay the guys some of the guys that are coming in there are good players it's not at the level in which it was he doesn't have the same protection the Saints and this is where it goes in terms of this whole week one overreaction thing the Saints did not play amazingly well against the Falcons last week and came back and done really really well in the end up and Personally, for me, I think when you have Kamara and Thomas and then that defense with uh, Lattimore and uh, Honey Badger as well, this is my lock of the week, lads. I think the, I think the Bucs are beating the... I think the Bucs are going to get beat against the, against the Saints. No doubt about it whatsoever. In the Superdome, and I personally think Brady will struggle in this game and score under score under 17 points. The Bucs will score under 17 points. I feel that the defense will get to him and he'll struggle... And I think the Saints are very, very good value at two and a half point underdogs against the Bucks, uh, and I would be very confident. In, in do you know what? In fact, I'm going to go put a bet on them tomorrow. I'm going to put fifty fifty p or fifty cents, depending on where I place the bet. Any comments euro. on that before we move on? Fifty euro, maybe. I, fifty I euro. Just- the only thing I'd say is I, I agree that the Bucks line isn't where it was last year, but I don't think the Saints line is where it is either. And, and I think the issue for the Saints is going to be that the, well, the might be questions on the Bucks O-line. The Bucks D-line is phenomenal in terms of uh, stopping the, the run. Uh, so it's going to, to be all on Jameis. And yeah, like, look, Mike Thomas, it was great to see him back last week and doing what he does he missed essentially two uh, years we we as fans lost out on seeing mike thomas uh, who is an outstanding wide receiver uh it'll just be very interesting to see can they lean into that for the entirety of the game we, we didn't see a lot from kamara last week because he was carrying a rib injury and he's still deemed to be questionable because of that injury and we saw Taysom Hill, which was kind of a bit of a forgotten man because everybody felt he was going to go back to playing tight end because he, he's been taken away from the, the quarterback situation but he again was used in that kind of explosive offense where he can take the ball essentially and run 50 60 yards Kamara if, if, if well, I can see the valid points as to why the Saints when I exit I should be picking the Saints but I still think Brady will find a way to get it done if the Saints are to win Kamara has to have a game in my opinion they can't be reliant on Winston to be getting the ball down the field because we did see and I know you're what you're saying with the Cowboys offense but we did see a really dominant Bucks defense last weekend, and if they play to that caliber again, Winston throwing the ball down the field throughout the course of the game isn't going to work. They're going to have to spread it out and get the run game going, and that ne- that means Kamara essentially in the backfield, or else taking receptions and going 20, 40 yards. Time will tell. What games are on Sky Sports this week? Anybody know? I do. I do. Uh, I can give you the uh, the nine o'clock game. I know is definitely Seattle at the Niners. And the six o'clock game is um, I don't know. <laughs> it's for a man that sits in Sky Sports all week. I'm I'm very impressed. So the nine o'clock game is not the Cardinals against the Raiders. It's this is the right. Okay, okay. We'll maybe get to that at some point and talk about that. Okay, well, this is the end of this segment on the show. Uh, and if you are listening to this broadcast back on the podcast, thank you so much i did not even mean to rhyme broadcast and podcast together that's that's just the magic folks week two uh, please do give us a like share subscribe if you're on youtube and we'll be back in the next segment if you're listening in the podcast